What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Wow! I Can Talk Now, the podcast. In this episode, uh, of course, we're going to be talking about the Blue Jays, uh, specifically uh, the three All-Star starters, yes, three, that are on our team, and we're going to uh, see who has the good stats and who, you know, just got in, but you know, they all are all-stars, so they all benefit the team. Um, then we're going to move on to the Leafs. They had some signings and move on to the Raptors. You know, they had some stuff going on, so um, move on, and and we'll see how the episode goes. I hope it's a good one. So the Blue Jays have three guys uh, in the all-star game for starters, and that's pretty nice. Uh, Vladdy, Teo, and of course Marcus Simeon. Um, each of them, in their own way, deserves to be in the all-star game and i'm glad that they are starters so i'm going to go over a few uh reasons why i think uh some of them or all of them have been selected to the all-star game for vladdy um obviously any metric that you look at offensively even defensively uh he's uh, an all-star uh, caliber guy um it's the first one too well first one that he's starting so definitely a shout out to vladdy for Simeon. um this is his first uh game in his long career i know He's played good ball in Oakland, but hasn't been an all-star. He's had 20 home runs so far. Career highs in batting average, ribbies. Bro, my brother hates it that way, but I love it saying it that way. It's my podcast, Um And run scored. So, pretty good for um, good old Simeon. And even Teo. You know, uh, it was announced late last night that Teo was joining those guys on the all-star starters, so... I like that because he's a, a guy that comes right behind Vladdy, so he's very uh, important to the batting order because, you know, someone has to be behind the cleanup guy. Um, but also that he, you know, can track down balls defensively is really nice. So so game one, Robbie Ray starting, you know, not messing around with the fastballs. Um, he's ringing into the catcher's glove, which I like. Um, Seattle scouted him out, though, you know, leadoff walk and a hit. Mm. Minus 43 uh, over three games, but, you know, over 500, so... It's an interesting team we got going on here, with Kyle Seeker being the only drafted player on the team. You know the other guys are traded, so or on the waiver wire, so that's pretty impressive. Um, then he strikes both guys out. You know, no way he's going to give up a run here, only because uh, he walked a uh, guy on the hottest team, right, right. Oh, big cut. And then Teo with the last out keeps it scoreless. Whew, thank goodness, the Kembe wave to boot. That was almost ooh, real bad. Um, AL player of the week uh, is Vladdy from around June 20th to June 27th. You know, three homers, any RBIs, and he's running the bases. Let's go. Um, George gets real good contact all the way to the warning track, so that's what I like to see. Um, Seattle has slick play, play patience, though. Uh, the pitches uh, sh- that shouldn't they should have swung at, then they didn't. So, uh, Robbie Ray uh, does tie AJ Burnett with the fastest 100 Ks, so that's pretty nice. Um, Bo ends a better second inning. So, and Grichik with a split bat single. It's the first time I've ever seen like a a bat like not split and then sound like it split and then still go into the the outfield. It's pretty pretty crazy. Smart a bat a bat for LGJ. Um, he puts the ball in a good spot and runs a second to avoid the double play situation. So that's what I like about him. Um, Jays are studying uh, on the bench. You know, not screwing around just to make sure they they know what's coming up with the pitches. So. Uh, Simeon scores two on a double, you know, clutch guy, you know, with the most doubles on the team. Love that. Two nothing days. Um, why did they check, uh, Robbie Ray twice? Side note, don't worry. Um, they checked Ryu too, so end of side note.
Bottom five. Um, Biggio gets a sack fly score. Flatty, 3 nothing. Um, this France guy gets some courage on the first pitch, and then his homer scores three, three to three. Flobo gets it right back with a three-run shot of his own, six three. Then Simeon shadows his uh, field friend Bo by getting a three-run homer to finally put the game away, nine three. Um, that's what I like to see: um, good pitching and uh, good hitting. Um, so hopefully that continues to throughout the series. LGJ hits a sack fly. Springer looks decently running home, so that's good. Um, then third inning, Seattle starts up their offense after we just got one nothing from Springer. The Tram man scores a, a doubles to score one. Then Tram was able to scramble to score due to Bujo's throwing error. And draft boy Seeger homered um, on the best hitters count three one to score two. That's about like three, yeah, no four, yeah four, one now. Um, Big Ridge gets a double to score two. You know, cuts the lead. You know, four three. Um, you know, Vladdy looks like he's doesn't take a base running practice off, so that's good. Um, Simeon's gets a double to score Adams. So here we go. We're getting in it. Um, but then Big Big Mitch Haniger th- flows a long bomb over the wall. So LGJ gets Springer in again. So nice, nice little connection there. Uh, the next uh, inning gets a he gets a big home run on the first pitch. Then it's a tie game after nine, going into extras. Uh, another pitch uh, gets Seattle's hitters in Seattle's hitters' wheelhouse, and it goes long for a three-run bomb. Another awful pitching sequence. You know, maybe we need more trades. Biggio doubles the score bridge, but just not enough to win today. Nine-seven loss. You know, the bats came up to play. The D was decent, but you know, the re- relief pitching wasn't uh, good good enough again to win the close games. So. so before I start the game three commentary, um, happy candidate to all uh, in this country. The Set, white settlers, um, black settlers, and any, uh, also the native uh, Aboriginal peoples all across this great country. Um, we can all celebrate together, and it's been a long, you know, it's been a long pandemic, but I hope we can celebrate together at some point. Um, and it's been a long two years since the Blue Jays played on this day, but it's happening now, so let's get going here. Um, give the team belief going forward in this game. You know, two runs or second in runs per game uh, with the youngest team in the infield. You know, 26 years old. Uh, Reese McGuire is the best Jays player in the last two weeks, no doubt. Um, go Ryu, let's go. So leadoff guy Crawford gets a big double. You know, really hard to start, really hot to start recent months. You know, uh, last month he got hot, so maybe he'll start uh, August that way, but it'll taper off this month. Watch. Um, First two reach, you know, not too worried about it. You know, sometimes Ryu starts this way. Um, he got the count full after being ahead 0-2. I don't really like that. Seager, uh, I, w- I guess that was called an infield hit. You know, uh, Espinal threw the, the ball and bounced out of Valley's glove, you know, for a run to come in for Seattle. The official call, yeah, was an uh, error on Vladdy because, you know, the man got to third. Uh, so, uh, good catch. Good catch and a try at home by Gritch, but... Uh, run scores on a sack fly from France. 2 nothing Seattle. And Gritch again with the out. And then Ryu strikes the last guy out to go to the bottom of the first. Uh, Simeon definitely doesn't get discouraged in a game. You know, home run 20, just over the wall, 2-1. Two, two, I voted for all the Baby Jays uh, to be all-star starters, the ones who could be or eligible to be. And hopefully they are, they are but we'll see. Um... So Ryu got his uh, second strikeout on a well-located strike in the outside corner, finally. 
And then Drake Fraley gets his first home run for uh, the first home run for Seattle on an inside slider into the seats, the right center, three one Seattle. And then JP took a pitch on the hand of the, of the handle of the bat. Ouch, that hurts the hand and the wrist so much. You know when I played, you know it really really stings because it just it just rattles in your hand. So you know I know I know how it feels. No, were you? Come on, let P question Drake's own. You know so he can get thrown out. You know you don't need to be thrown out right now. You know, doesn't like that Ryu doesn't like that his closeout pitches are just missing, but you just gotta let Pete deal with that. Bo gets the second or the last out of the second, fifty four pitches. Yikes! Come on, come on, Ryu, let's go. Springer doesn't like strike zone either. <laughs> come on, Blue, let's go. Pay attention. Flatty makes a up for his defensive blunder with an af- slick, athletic defensive play over his back. You know, just trying, just turning around. You know, trying to run it out. You know, and just trying to get it um Ryu was a little bit off you know second uh shortest outing um with only four innings you know giving up two home runs and seven hits not really that good the relief day started decent because you know new side armor you know we gotta try him out D kind of struggled all afternoon Springer and Vladdy did too a lot of guys can share the blame here a lot of fly ball outs and strikeouts you know but an even number so I think we can recover Bo did get a lucky flare to score Simeon, but, you know, 7-2, you know, that was really the end of the game. Strike out the, the side at the end, you know, really is a is a tough end of the series, you know, a tough way to lose it, but got to retain the focus and support on all sides for the race series. You know, we got to maintain that focus and maintain that belief because if we lose a series to the Rays, um, I don't know if we can recover against Baltimore, you know, so recover and just focus on the next game so a uh, big trade um jay's trade joe panic and righty pitcher andrew mckinn though for adam Clymer and Corey dickerson um that's good because we need more pitchers and uh, the bag could take a pitcher away but you know we definitely need uh this uh pitcher you know to see how he's how he is because he's a uh, nice and he's healthy and he's ready to go so hopefully he'll be ready to go for us so um, Wayne Simmons uh, signed a two-year league minimum extension uh, with the Leafs. So I'm initially optimistic about it because uh, I didn't think that uh, Jason Spezza and Wayne Simmons from the uh, absolute dog shit that their uh, teammates gave them uh, for effort the other uh, last uh, playoffs, um, I didn't think that they would want to sign up. But, um, you know, I'm glad that they you know, want to come back, and I think it's going to be a positive sign for Mitch and positive sign for Austin that, you know, they at least have one more shot at it, you know, they at least have one more try, you know, that one more try that, you know, belief that you have one more, right, you know, they have gone through the ringer, right, they have seen stuff now, right, they have seen playoff series that hasn't gone their way, but now they know how it hasn't, right, even the one that they just had, they know, or they should know, where stuff went wrong and how it did from the players to the bench bosses especially the bench bosses have to come to training camp and have to come prepared and they have to come with a plan and have to share it with the guys and the guys have to believe it um and help with uh wayne and with uh spezza they can help uh the bench bosses um introduce and maybe help shake up the team if they need to, right? 
So they're especially for um, uh, Spezza. Spezza is definitely a, a <laughs> he's an employee of uh, MLSE that just happens to play right now. Um, but that's a, a useful guy, right? In order to get across messages that maybe the coach can't always do, right? You know, he can deliver it in with the with the smile and with the <laughs> that you know some of the players can uh, gravitate onto and others you know can um, really listen to and really believe in them. So. I think it's a good signing. Um, I just don't know if they're going to be tangibly um, effective on the ice, um, but it's going to have to be the tangibly effective for the superstars in order for them to succeed. So for the Raptors, um, a little bit of uh, unfortunate news. Um, their uh, rookie guard, Jalen Harris, has been uh, disqualified for playing this season by the NBA uh, for uh, testing positive on a um, drug test. Um, for stuff that is not uh, alcohol or weed because uh, they've just revised the rules so that weed is not uh, tested anymore. Um, but he has uh, tested positive for a substance that is uh, stronger than weed. Um, so I'm not going to speculate because it could be really anything. Um, but the Raptors could go one of two ways with this. Um, they could either uh, uh, retain his rights and let like an uh, independent investigation like get that going and see how that um, turns up. <clears throat> Similar to uh, the Terrence Davis situation, um, just uh, maintain close uh, contact with uh, all parties involved to make sure that they know what's going on. And if he is reinstated uh, sometime this season, um, then you know we can retain his rights and then. Um, Make it maybe he plays sometime this season or next season, but um, if the investigation you know comes up that he, he may have uh, or abused something, um, maybe he goes like uh, Terrence Davis and they manage uh, to trade him away or cut him. But you know we'll have to see, um, especially with the draft. The if they draft a guard that could be uh, <clears throat> that could be an O for Jalen Harris if they draft a guard here and. Um, but if they draft a forward, maybe it's uh, maybe it's all good for Jalen. So we'll have to we'll have to wait and see in this one. So um, <clears throat> a little bit of uh, NHL coaching news. Um, uh, Alex Tourigny, uh he was the uh, coach for the uh, silver medal World Junior Hockey Championships. The uh, junior uh, that uh, silver medalists that you know the trash can game and all that. But he was also recently the uh, assistant coach for Dragland for the team that won in Riga, Latvia. Um, so he accepts the job with the Arizona Coyotes. Kind of interesting. Um, you know, it's uh, he's definitely deserving of a head coaching job, but definitely a weird place. You know, um, he they have uh, been implicated in several scandals, um, but also the most uh, prominent in this situation is uh, not pay, paying player bonuses. Um, I'm not sure if that's just for one year, um, but I'm just gonna. We need to keep an eye on it just to see uh, how this uh, situation progresses because um, if Alex is a very patient guy, then maybe it'll work out. But if he's not, then uh, Arizona could be looking for another coach in next year or the year after. So I'm hoping for Alex, hoping the best for him. So a couple of associate professors at uh, UNB in the kinesiology department. I found this uh, cool story a little bit ago. Um, they, they take great time and care to ensure their patients are maintained. Uh, but these associate professors aren't uh, uh, ordinary ones. Um, 
They uh, share professional time uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens uh, in the Stanley Cup Final. You know, they've done stints uh, over uh, a few months or, you know, however long it took for, you know, however, for their uh, job to finish up. So, you know, it's uh, pretty nice um, because uh, it's good to see that uh, their work has, you know, pushed uh, players into such a high level that they're in the Stanley Cup Final. So that's pretty nice. Um but uh, maybe one of them will get a ring. So, which one will it be? Hmm. <laughs> um, it would be very cool to show off at a bar or something like that. But um, you know, definitely a shout out to those guys or those those people. Um, uh, they are very um good at what they do and work very hard at what they do. So, shout out to those people who made these teams uh into the championship contenders that they are. So, um, Canada's Olympic uh basketball team. Uh, has won two qualifying games in Victoria, BC. Um, this means uh, Canada uh, clinches their group and are into the semis. Um, they won their first two games decisively against Greece and China. Uh, standouts in the, again, in the Greece game uh, was former first-round pick Andrew Wiggins, with a game high of 23 points. Uh, former top-five pick RJ Barrett was feeling it with 22 points. Was feeling 22! Anyway, um... Nah, uh, a.k.a. Nickel Alexander-Walker, uh, had 18 as well. Uh, with a special shout-out to Nick for channeling uh, the fans' intensity to pump up the players. Um, and a standout in the Chinese, China game, uh, Dwight Powell almost had a triple-double, and everyone else had a, a pretty good game. There is mostly unselfish, unselfish game of basketball, um, which is good. Um, with slick defensive plays as well, so we need that. Canada basketball Olympic hopes dashed Saturday uh, with Sadoransky's shot in overtime. Thomas Sadoransky not only led his team in points for the game, uh, but also he was trusted for the ball for less than two seconds left. He put a good ball up and nails uh, the last shot to send his team to the final game against Greece on Sunday. Canada initially had a hero in my big homie Drew, Andrew Wiggins, uh, he got fouled with 17 seconds left. He scored an in initial shot and hit the free throw to cut Candace deficit to just three points. These three points came from a slick steal from Na and a big three-point bomb from Wiggins to tie the game late in the fourth quarter at 94. The game ended up 103-101. Frenat- uh, frenatic, to say the least. Wiggins ended up with 22 in the night. Uh, Na ended up with 21, and of course, with the steal. Uh, big one. Um, slick defensive plays, of course. Uh, RJ quietly leading the team in points with 23. Blake Shib got 31 on the other side. Who dis? I don't really know. Um, Thomas Sadoransky, of course, big man on the team. 18 points, including the dagger of the game. And overall, it was a good run for the Canadian boys. It was a good uh, final game. You know, we kept it close with two points. Um, very good uh, team of mostly NBA players, you know. Um, they look good and are committed to Canada. Uh, we all know uh, Jamal is committed too. Would have won it all with you, buddy, if you were healthy, but it's all good. Um, the under-19 team looks good too. You know, So the future of Canadian basketball is in good hands from the uh, top down to the players, um, and I hope this continues into the future. Uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you uh, listen to uh, previous episodes, but also to further episodes. and follow the podcast and anywhere you catch your podcast and uh hope to see you next time have a good one